0: Adam Munster-Tiger, publisher of BuffStampede.com, here with staff writer Chase Howell. Chase felt uh, the need to record an emergency podcast here, given what's transpired uh, in the last 12 hours or so.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot that's gone on. We saw it with that press conference just now. it It was a packed house, and so obviously something's going on. Something needs an emergency podcast. Yeah. So I went to bed last night, about 10.30. I didn't see the report
0: until I woke up this morning. Uh, Seven News reporting that Mike McIntyre in Colorado will part ways at the end of the season, citing sources. I've done a lot of reaching out to to sources and, and try to figure out what's really going on. And it does sound like 2018 will be Mike McIntyre's last season as the head coach here, yet it's not official. Rick George has not sat down with Mike McIntyre and told him that this is it and so it makes for a really awkward situation here.
1: Yeah, I was sort of surprised that two people inside the athletic department, as Channel 7 put it, had told him that that they sourced two people inside because it seems like the, the athletic department has kept pretty quiet. It seems like almost a foregone conclusion that McIntyre is going to be gone after this season but it didn't look like it was going to be coming out anytime soon so Yeah, I was kind of in shock when I saw the news late last night. Obviously, there were some serious problems with the way that they reported it, but um, I don't think I was surprised about the news. I was more surprised the way that they reported the news.
0: Yeah. I don't want to get on a high horse and say that you can't report on it if you have multiple sources, but it stinks for the, the football team, obviously. It's senior week, and now we met with a bunch of players after practice. Of course, that's all we're going to ask the players about. For guys like Rick Gamboa, Drew Lewis, Jawan Winfrey, it's really not fair to them that they're having to deal with this this week when the, the spotlight should be on them playing their last game at Folsom Field.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right about that. It It's just a major distraction, so we'll see how they're able to deal with that. They said that McIntyre addressed the team this morning and told them that the rumors were out there, that he didn't confirm anything or deny anything from what the players had said. So. It'll be interesting to see how they kind of limit these distractions. The answers by Nick Fisher and Steven Montes in that press conference seem like they are pretty focused on winning, but you never really know what's going on in that head.:
0: Exactly. the players are going to say the right thing. Um, I thought Mike McIntyre handled his Tuesday press luncheon meeting with the media pretty well. Uh, there were about what would you say three times as many people?
1: <laughs> at least, yeah. It was a packed house, though. That's about as many people as you could put in that room. Yeah. We would have yeah. had gone to go into the big player meeting room if there was any more. Mike McIntyre, I kind of cringed when I saw him
0: walk in with a picture because props at a press conference usually don't go over well, but that was just something he made a simple point that he talked to his team about, the buffalo being an animal that walks into the storm. And um, I mean, I, I can't imagine he got a whole lot of sleep last night, so he probably took some time to try to figure out what he would say to the team. Um, I mean, he's handled this well. It's You feel bad for him as a human being uh, that, that has to deal with this. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, if indeed he has let go, it's about $10 million he's going to be owed. You feel bad for the players that he recruited here that wanted to play for him, especially the assistant coaches. I know all of them, aside from Gary Bernardi, are on multi-year contracts here, but they're, they're not getting that ten million dollar buyout.
1: Right. McIntyre will probably get off just fine if everything goes as expected. But you're, you're right about that. It's the assistant coaches that are going to be searching for a job. And some assistant coaches that don't have that much experience, like Quan Drake or Shadon Brown, who should get a pretty good job given their ability to coach, but just might not because of their experience. And I think that is who you have to feel for. But you're right about uh, McIntyre in his press conference. I I thought he did a very good job. He was lighthearted. I don't know if he was exactly genuine. It's hard to tell with him at times, but he appeared genuine to me. A little bit more comfortable than usual after games. He seems a little bit more nervous. Gives out more ums. That's usually how you can tell with Coach Mac, and he wasn't like that at all. And was even had some jokes for the for the media members. And I thought his story was pretty believable. That. Johnston McIntyre had called him late last night. Uh, he said that he was probably studying, which that one was most likely a lie at 11 <laughs> p.m. last night. But other than that, the fact that McIntyre hadn't heard from Rick George, it all kind of seems pretty believable. You would think that Rick, I don't know, what do you think, that Rick would have let him know in the last two weeks? Or?
0: Well, here's the thing, is it's it felt like the leak was coming yesterday, just There was a lot of undercurrent with this deal, and so I guess on that level, I'm not super surprised that somebody reported on this. Even if they win the last two games, I think a lot of the damage had already been done by the five-game losing streak, the Oregon State collapse. With Rick George in particular, he's got the green light from Bruce Benson to make a decision here. A year from now, when there's a new CU president, maybe it's not somebody that's as pro-athletics, as Bruce Benson's been in recent years, maybe it's tougher for Rick George to, to make a change if he wants to at that point. So there, there's a lot of layers within this whole situation that, that are at play.
1: Yeah, the most interesting part for me is kind of this whole denial, per se, by the athletic department afterwards. I was going to be interested to see what they had to say today, and the statement that Rick George came out with, no decision's been made, didn't really have much else to say above that. It's just been kind of interesting the way that they've denied this thing. I, I don't know what you, what you would do as an athletic department if I think that it kind of makes this whole thing kind of true because you do have to keep it under wraps and if it truly is at the end of the season I don't see any point in confirming these reports right now.
0: Yeah, there's not a whole lot to be gained honestly uh, by doing that. I mean I guess on some level it would be nice to get out in front of the story but if Rick George and Mike McIntyre haven't had that conversation right now Rick George can't do anything but put out that statement mm-hmm. right
1: yeah exactly and i i don't really know what Rick George is thinking right now but he probably doesn't want it to get out and now he has to go and have a very intense discussion with Mike McIntyre this afternoon so that'll that'll be interesting mac that was the one part that McIntyre seemed a little bit nervous in his press conference when he started talking about oh yeah Me me and Rick we are going to talk this afternoon.
0: The one time he got, you could tell, visibly frustrated, Mm -hmm. I asked him if it's frustrating that this came on the week of Senior Week, and he talked about the story with anonymous sources and how it was a gutless thing to do. Yeah, I don't want to strike my gavel down here. I mean, if you've got the sources, I guess you go with it. Uh, Being this close to the team, you feel bad for the players and, and how they found out about these rumors. and. Again, it makes for an awkward week around here. <laughs> I, I personally wouldn't have done it in that fashion, but again, it's not to say that I'm right and they're wrong necessarily. What's what's your take on that?
1: It's more about how they did it rather than whether they did it or not. It seems like they had the sources for it. Obviously, Troy Rank, he's a CU graduate. He clearly has some sources inside the program, kind of has has always had some sources. I think he broke something. Maybe it was over the summer. I I remember he was involved in another CU thing. So it's not that they reported it, it's kind of how they did it, how they went about it. The first tweet that we saw was from one of their news anchors. And he had, he had said that they had two sources on it, but he said that they fired Mike McIntyre instead of Mike McIntyre. Forgetting the A in his last name. So that's obviously a red flag. And then you get into the story that was written 10-15 minutes after that. And there were two scores that were wrong in the story and so it just makes everything a little bit less believable and as a journalist that that's not what they would teach me in journal, in journalism school they would yeah. tell me you if you're going to report something like this make sure that everything about it is right because that that's how people are going to believe you so that part of it i was a little bit frustrated with but the fact that they reported it didn't bother me at all okay Well,
0: we know one thing is that if Mike McIntyre is not back as a head coach in 2019, he left this program in better shape than he got it. Uh, There is a clause in Mike McIntyre's contract where he's supposed to seek employment elsewhere. And at that point, you're probably going to have some type of uh, settlement in terms of the, you know, let's say he gets a Mountain West head coaching job or, you know, a non-Power 5 head coaching job somewhere, which in all honesty, If I'm a lot of those schools that are not Power 5 schools, I would love to hire Mike McIntyre. I think that is the type of level where he would have a lot of success again as a coach. Obviously, we saw what he did at San Jose State. He does a really good job of finding under-the-radar type guys. It's just hard to do that year in and year out in the Pac-12, and especially when you have injuries, you're not going to have depth to compete at this level. Uh, So let's say he gets a head coaching job uh, somewhere else. You're going to kind of negotiate between what the differences of his current salary and the and the buyout, and you Colorado is not going to end up owing him the full 10 million if he's gone after this year. Uh, so I know that's one thing that there's been a lot of debate about whether Colorado can afford to do this.
1: How long is the gap in between when he gets fired when he gets a job? How long, like, does he have until CU has to pay that full amount? You know, like I think it's over the, of the course of the
0: whole contract, okay.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: so yeah, you can make monthly payments and again, probably come to some type of settlement there in, in the middle. Um, I do think Mike McIntyre will be remembered fondly for a lot of the stuff he did, and he pointed a lot of that out at his press conference. Uh, it's hard to say, I mean, if the next head coach catapults this program to the next level. What do you think Mike McIntyre's kind of legacy is going to be in terms of how the CU fan base views him?
1: Uh, well, I'm not sure about how the CU fan base will view him, but in my view, I think he'd be a very good bridge coach. He did pretty much exactly what you wanted a coach to do. If you if you had the ex- expectations that a coach was going to come in here at the point that John Embry left it and make this a national title contending team, <laughs> you're your dreams, you were just way too ambitious with that. And I think he's done a really good job with kind of making this team better but not taking them to that next step, and they're going to have to find a coach that takes them to the next step. But I don't think his legacy or anything like that should be tarnished, even if a coach comes in here and does better, because Mike McIntyre would have a lot. He would have been involved with what this team is able to accomplish in the next few years. So... I definitely think that he, what he has done here should be appreciated.
0: You've got to have faith in Rick George that he's going to hire the right guy and build the the right staff around that guy. Obviously, there's a lot of Les Miles rumors out there.
1: Of course. Uh, there has been, what, the last three years? Yeah. Four, four years, almost.
0: What would be your, your take on Les Miles?
1: If they were to bring him in? I, I don't know if it would be their best option, in my opinion. I think it would be better if they brought in a younger guy um preferably for me on the offensive side that seems to be where the game of football is going you got to score points and there's a lot of smart offensive football minds out there so i think bringing in less miles wouldn't be the best decision but i still think it, w- it would be a good decision for this program
0: and you often see when there's a coaching change certain assistants are retained and so there there's some really quality coaches on this staff uh, that i think would have a, a good chance to to stick here in boulder it's even hard to kind of preview the Utah game because this news has just kind of overshadowed everything, but this football team still has a chance to, to win another game and get full eligible, and as Brian Howell and I were talking on our analysis video the other day, that's only happened once in the previous 12 years, so not all is lost in terms of, you know, at least this group of seniors accomplishing something that not many senior groups at CU in recent history
1: have. Yeah. And- there hasn't been a senior group that has gone to two bowl games in their time here in in a little while. So definitely there's something still out there to be accomplished, but just at this point there seems like no reason to really talk about it other than the players. There's just so many other things that are going on.
0: Yeah.
1: You were sitting next to Troy Rank. I I was Uh, trying to get a vibe from him. (laughs) It's tough. He seemed like a busy man. Um, McIntyre had some words to say to him, so I kind of give give a little peek to the facial expression, but Troy wasn't giving anything off.
0: You know, like I said earlier, it is frustrating the players have to hear about these rumors and have it cloud senior week. But I don't really know if any coaching firing is ever not messy on some level. This one is just kind of awkward because Mike McIntyre and Rick George haven't spoken in a couple of weeks, as as McIntyre said during his press conference. So, yeah, it's been an awkward day in Boulder. I'd imagine that awkwardness will continue until Rick George has final say in, in, you know, what's going to happen. And, you know, at this point, that might not happen until after the Cal game. I mean, if you put out a statement like that, you're not going to release another statement later in the day or later in the week that you're firing the head coach.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't expect it. I... I feel like if you're going to release a statement like that, you're probably going to decide whether to do it now or let's just wait a week or something like that. Yeah. So
0: let's not pretend though. Rick George knows what he's going to do at this point. I don't think anything that happens the next
1: two weeks. Right. He's said a decision hasn't been made. I kind of think he, if he doesn't know what he's doing, then that that's kind of a problem because that is his job is to look into the future and have his mind made up. Like, it's probably not that whether he's gone or staying, but if he wins the next two games, he'll stay. That, those type of decisions have probably run run through his head. Yeah.
0: All right, thanks for tuning in to this emergency podcast. Again, stay tuned to buffstampede.com for the latest in the saga that is the Colorado Buffaloes.